You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. Hey guys, welcome to episode 568 of Hillbilly Shorts, and we are back with more spooky campfire tales. Today's episode is Dismal Swamp. Jared couldn't believe it when his fiancée Bethany fell ill just a few weeks before their marriage. She was a strong, healthy girl, the daughter of his neighbor, but she just faded away before his eyes. He tried everything he could to save her, contacting a local physician and even riding his horse many weary miles to get a specialist from the city. But nothing could be done. The pain radiated out of her middle so intensely that the local doctor decided to keep her on morphine at all times. There came a day when Jared refused to leave Bethany's side, knowing that at any moment she could go. He slept in a chair during the night and sat on the side of her bed during the day. She was so heavily drugged that she didn't recognize him until her final moments. The morning before they were to have wed, she called his name, and her eyes cleared for the first time since she fell ill. Jared took her into his arms, and they spoke quietly of the life they would have together someday. He held her long after she had gasped out her last breath. Jeremy was inconsolable. Long after Bethany's body lay buried beside the dismal swamp, he sat alone in his room, grieving for his lost love. He scorned food and sleep, depriving himself until his mind gave way under the strain. One morning, he came into the kitchen as happy as he had been before Bethany's tragic illness. His mother was delighted at first until she realized that something in the conversation revealed that he had lost touch with reality and thought that his beloved was still alive. Jared now believed that Bethany had gone away for a while because of a tiff with her parents, but he was sure that he could mend the rift between them. I will find her and apologize for them. Then she'll come home with me and we'll be married, he told his mother earnestly. I will find her, Mama. His family tried to reason with him, but Jared's mind was made up. His Bethany was missing, not dead, and he would listen to no one who suggested otherwise. He spent the majority of the day out walking up and down the highways and the byways, calling her name. After about a week, he became obsessed with the notion that she was living somewhere in the swamp, perhaps in one of the abandoned fishing shacks. She would never wish to be far from her parents, in spite of the breach that he had imagined between them. I will find her. He told his anxious family, passionate in his conviction, I will find her and bring her home. Something in his mother's expression worried him. He stepped forward and took her hand. She's ill, Mama, and tired. I think she's afraid that she's going to die. His mother brightened a little with hope. This was the first time Jared had acknowledged that something more than an argument might have sent his Bethany from him. Don't worry, Jared continued. I will hide her away from death so that he will never find her when he does come. His eyes blazed with an insane fire that repelled his family. His mother tore her hands from his hand and turned away from the madness she could no longer deny. She covered her face with her hands, her body tense with pain. Jared's father tried once again to convince him that his beloved lay dead beside the swamp, but Jared would not listen. He broke away from his father violently and ran off into the dismal swamp. Jared wandered about for days, living on roots and berries and and sleeping at night in the dank marshland. Endlessly, 
He called out for his beloved to come to him, but there was no answer. One evening at dusk, Jared stumbled upon Drummond's Pond, a five-mile expanse of water in the middle of the dismal swamp. On the black surface of the water, he saw the soft blinking of fireflies dancing all over across the black surface. To his dazed eyes, the soft lights framed a beloved figure that beckoned to him wistfully and called his name. Bethany, my love, he exclaimed, overjoyed. I see her life light. To his maddened mind, it seemed that Bethany hovered over the waters, her spirit caught between this world and the next. A gesture either way would determine whether she lived or died. He saw her life candle flickering behind her, growing more erratic and burning down toward nothing. If he didn't reach her in time, the candle would burn out, and she would be lost to him forever. Jared, who could not swim, rushed around frantically, constructing a raft of cypress branches so that he could reach his love before she disappeared. Lashing the branches together with vines, he leapt on top of the flimsy craft and floated it out to join the girl he had lost. As he drew near the center of the pond, a wind sprang up, and the raft was tossed and tumbled into the sudden waves. With a cry of alarm, Jared fell from the raft and sank into the murky waters. He thrashed about desperately, his eyes on the fireflies dancing above the water, just out of reach. Bethany, he screamed, the name choking off as water filled his mouth. Beth! The last bit was lost as his head went under for the final time. The next day, Jared's drowned body was found by his father, who had come searching for the ins his insane child. The family buried him next to Bethany. Occasionally, visitors to Drummond's Pond will hear Jared's voice echoing dismally across the still waters as he searches for his beloved. And some brave souls who remain in the vicinity after dark claim that the phantoms of Jared and Bethany reunite in death sometimes float across the pond on a raft made of cypress branches carrying a firefly lantern to light their way. Well, that's a sweet love story. Well, I guess. Okay, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey guys, if you like what you just heard, we do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode and then a story that's just, just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.